Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I sold Lyle, Kaplan, Kime, Justin Herbert's new deal. A big deal. What it means for the Chargers, what it means for Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow. And USA, Netherlands in four hours. It's a rematch of the last cup final in the group stage. That never happens. What Sophia Smith has for an encore. Let's go. Thank God it's a reasonable hour. We can all watch it. We've gotten lucky, right? There's been a lot of 2.30 AMs and 4 AMs. Tough time. Justin Herbert is a big deal. Chargers and Herbert agreeing to a five-year, $262.5 million deal on top of the two years he has left. Average annual salary for the new money is $52.5 million, by some measures, the highest-paid quarterback in the league. Here's the list. Herbert, Jackson, Hurts, all this past offseason. Rodgers, Wilson, Murray, Watson, Mahomes. Mina Kimes, our NFL reporter around the horn to you. What does it mean for Herbert? What does it mean for the Chargers? Well, this isn't particularly surprising as it pertains to Herbert since coming into the NFL, he has surpassed pretty much everyone's expectations, including, honestly, my own. He's been, by every standard, one of the best quarterbacks in the league, efficient, accurate, athletic, playmaker. The only metrics uh, where he hasn't been one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL are average depth of target, which is actually something where I think he can improve in terms of taking more risks and winning percentage, which is not a quarterback stat. And it's actually that stat that I think highlights where the real pressure uh, exists coming off of this deal. The way it's structured, Tony, the Chargers cap hit didn't rise this year. It actually goes down next year Mm -hmm. before going way up with the option bonuses. And what that tells me, what it should tell everyone, is there is pressure, there should be pressure, on the front office, GM Tom Telesco, the head coach Brandon Staley, to win this year. Not just to win in the regular season, but to win and ideally make a deep playoff run. They need better run defense. They need a better rushing attack. Justin Herbert just needs to play how he's been Mm -hmm. playing. So pressure on the team, not so much the player. Emily Kaplan, turn to you. Yeah, well, Mina mentioned his winning percentage. On one hand, it just feels really strange to me that the now highest-paid quarterback in the entire league is a career 500 Uh-oh, quarterback. Uh-oh, are you includes... saying winning percentage is a quarterback stat, Emily Kaplan? You... I am not saying that. What I'm trying to explain is that contracts are often defined by timing and circumstances, the same way that everyone is freaking out about Jalen Brown and the Celtics yesterday. This feels strange. At the same time, when you're a franchise that's been around for 64 years and you've only been in the Super Bowl Just once, he did not win it. And you've got a 25-year-old quarterback with all the promise in the world who's thrown so many touchdowns in his first three years that only Dan Marino has more in that time. Of course you signed this deal. And good luck being the highest-paid kid, right? Like, enjoy this time with your son, Justin, because it's not going to be for long. All right. You walked dangerously close to the wrath of Kimes there. (laughs) The quarterback and wins-losses, Harry Lyles Jr. Do you believe there's pressure on Herbert now that he got the big deal? Do you believe there's pressure on the Chargers now? 
Yeah, there's definitely pressure. I think it was kind of already there because we understood what type of a talent he was. I hope he doesn't mind pocket watching because he's going to hear that 262 number, whether he is doing well, whether he is doing bad under any circumstances. So to me, this is a big deal, not just because of obviously now he's paid. This is an expectation that you are going to bring this franchise a Super Bowl and you've got the weapons. Everything looks pretty good on offense. Things could be perhaps a little bit better in the running game. And you also drafted Quentin Johnston, who was one of the most explosive players in college football last season, bringing in an offensive coordinator in Kellen Moore, who I think most people believe that is going to make him a more explosive player and make more of those plays a regular thing that we've seen from him. So yeah, I think that there is a more measure of pressure with him, but I think also, again, you still have Patrick Mahomes, you still have Joe Burrow. So this is really just the Chargers trying to stay in the arms race in their own conference as well. Frank Isola. All right, let me just clear something up about the one-loss record as it relates to quarterbacks. Here we go. When it supports my argument, I absolutely use it. For example, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> so let's just start right there. Justin Herbert is 25 years old. These guys don't grow on trees. Look at the guys who are getting the money. These organizations feel, you know what, this could be the guy that leads us to a Super Bowl, but sometimes it's buyer beware. Right now, Kyler Murray, that's a lot of money. Russell Wilson, is he really living up to it? But I get it. You have to give him that kind of money. And remember, it's kind of a team-friendly contract. But when you guys talk about pressure, let's be fair. You know, they're the second team in that town. They really have never done anything. They've had great quarterbacks, Dan Fouts, Phillip Rivers. It was Stan Humphreys, for crying out loud, that took them to the Super Bowl. There will certainly be pressure, but I don't think he has any uh, – put it this way. If you're the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, you have a lot more pressure than you do as a quarterback of the L.A. Chargers. You say this franchise hasn't done anything, Frank. I view it the other way, and I'll turn to me here. They've done everything. They've won and lost in ways that you can't even comprehend. They've <laughs> missed the playoffs while having the number one offense and number one defense a decade ago. So, Mina, now that they've got the quarterback and they're committed to another franchise quarterback, because remember, they had Phillip Rivers for a decade, where are the wins? Where are the wins? Uh, well, I mean, they ought to be coming with some of the additions that Harry alluded to, but most notably with players returning to health. I mean, it's kind of remarkable when you think about it that they actually got to the playoffs and had the success they had, given that they didn't have their left tackle, their star left tackle, Rashawn Slater, their best edge rusher, Joey Bosa, for much of the season last okay. year, as well as the wide receivers missing games as well. By the way, as far as winning percentage goes, Mitch Trubisky has a better winning percentage than Justin Herbert since he came into the NFL. Do you rather have Mitch Trubisky? Mm -hmm. All right. So, yeah. so, I guess Frank's got Trubisky in that, that discussion. All right. I think playoff wins matter. Plenty of speculation over what this means for the other quarterbacks in the league. And namely, Joe Burrow, because he's on deck and since he has urgency to sign him, but also Patrick Mahomes, who still has nine years left on his deal. But you saw how far he was down the list, Mina. Eight. What strikes you as the more pressing matter? Well, the Mahomes uh, contract, to me, what stands out is just how unbelievable it was for Kansas City, largely because of the length. It was a 10-year deal. Since then, we've seen all the big quarterbacks sign five-year deals that are going to have to be ripped up and renegotiated quicker. Now, the Chiefs will have to do that at some point, but it does strike me as exceptionally team-friendly. Uh, the name that I think of uh, when I think about this Justin Herbert deal and the ramifications for the league is not Joe Burrow. It's T. Higgins because Joe Burrow is going to make more money than Justin Herbert. That's the way it works, as Emily said. The next quarterback makes more money. It's going to be very challenging for Cincinnati to pay T. Higgins on top of Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. That's going to be quite the balancing act. Frank Isola. 
Yeah, I think Higgins knows that. I mean, come on. We know that Joe Burrow is going to get the money. Jamar Chase, you have to give it to as well. I think there'll be more pressure on Burrow and Cincinnati because, remember, Joe Burrow is an excellent quarterback, but he's already you know, suffered a devastating injury once in his career. That's going to be the key in terms of signing him. It's still going to be a bit risky, but he's absolutely going to get his money. And one day Patrick Mahomes will continue to get his money as he continues to win championships. Parallels, Jr. I think Mahomes is the more interesting of the two because even for the reputation that the Bengals have for being cheap, you have to absolutely pay Joe Burrow. The thing with Mahomes is going to be, are you going to make them break the bank or are you going to try to win multiple championships and retain what you have for as long as possible? I think Patrick Mahomes will take all of those quarterback wins because when he signed that deal, it was a market setter. And three years since, seven guys have passed it, and the new ceiling is $7.5 million higher. So I think he's fine with all those Super Bowl rings. There was a word used, I forget who, on this panel, but it's window, right? This is the window now for the Chargers. It's the next two years that the monies and the, and, the, and the cap work for him. But who else is talking about windows? The Jets are talking about, this is our window. This is when we brought in Aaron Rodgers. Cincinnati, well, this is when we've got Joe Burrow not making the highest paid. This is our window. What's the window for Kansas City? There's a lot of windows open right now. There's only space for one person to fit through by the end of the season. We'll move on. World Cup now. USA versus the Netherlands, a huge match tonight in Wellington. The final four years ago, both teams were different. We've talked about the turnover in this U.S. roster, so the highs of that in Sophia Smith. And the need for improvement with some surprising misses in the 3-0 win over Vietnam. The Netherlands also different, 1-0 over Portugal in their opener, but they're going on without Dutch supernova Viviane Miedema. She has an injury, and she's missing the entire cup. Frank, how much better does the U.S. women's national team need to be versus the Netherlands tonight? A lot better. But say this about their first opponent, Vietnam, who played well and was very physical. But Vietnam really never threatened them. They didn't have any shots on goal. I think Roosevelt will be a big part of it. Remember, four years ago, she scored the first goal against the Netherlands. She came off the bench. I think she has to play about 60 minutes. And if you're going to do that, clearly you have to start her. What I still want to see, that center back pairing with Naomi Gurma and Julie Ertz, that is a difficult one because they're really new in terms of playing together. And a lot of times the chemistry among the back line is important. And they really weren't tested. They will be tested against the Dutch. On Lavelle in the last game against the Netherlands, I think it was the second goal she scored. Harry Lowes Jr. on what you expect tonight. Do they need to play better than they did in their opener? They need to play better, and I think they will. The thing that stood out to me about that first match against Vietnam was that it seemed like they knew and felt everybody's expectations of, hey, they, we need to blow them out of the water, and they were so eager to just get that first goal in. And you can kind of feel that pace going with them throughout the game. When Alex Morgan and Rosa Lavelle were talking about the Netherlands as an opponent, they said this team is more organized, they are more technical, and they are a more intense opponent, and they are a more physical opponent. So I think knowing that standard and not having the expectation of, hey, we need to boat race this team, I think you're going to see a more methodical and a more calm U.S. team, and the result will show with that. Emily Cap. Yeah, well, just as the U.S. is getting healthier with Lavelle available to start, Netherlands is dealing with injuries. You mentioned their leading scorer is out for the entire tournament. Their second-best striker, Bierenstein, got hurt in that in, uh, match against Portugal. She's questionable to play. But I look at Sophia Smith, and it's like Messi. How do you top such a fantastic debut uh, in the tournament? And honestly, she has her work cut out for her. She's playing against the captain. Their center back is Sharita Spitza. She's a fantastic physical defender. She's going to be on her. So these one-on-one -on -one matches are really what's going to define this match for me. Rita Kimes. 
I mean, the U.S. had 28 shots uh, against Vietnam. Only seven were on goal. I don't think that ratio is going to cut it against the Netherlands. While diminished, for all the reasons you guys have said, also didn't look great in the 2022 Euros, still presents a much tougher opponent, particularly on defense. And while this isn't a must-win game, would really help if they won, not just because they'll draw an easier opponent in the next round, but they'd have an easier travel schedule and probably avoid Sweden. So the U.S. needs to come away with oh, Now time's walking dangerously close to calling it a must-win. Game two of the group stage. Frank Isola, who you got? Yeah, the winner, yeah, the winner today is going to uh, win the group. I think the United States will win, maybe on a collision course with Spain, who has looked great thus far. Spain and Germany thus far have looked like the two best mm -hmm. teams. And Harry, Emily, and me. I see it. U.S. Women's National Team for the win. Take a break here. Coming up, more monies in the NFL. And something with these numbers, I need to say here. They're always open to modification and massage. Case in point, the news today from the Jets. This is jaw-dropping. Per pro football talk, Aaron Rodgers and the Jets have verbally agreed to a revised contract that smooths out distribution. So this year, 2023, $1.165 million. Next year, 2024, Rodgers is getting $107.55 billion. Not, that's not Mbappe money, that's for sure. Fire's on that. <laughs> Can you smooth out my point? <laughs> Around the Horn is presented by Corona. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. And in part by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Only pay for what you need. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Welcome back to Around the Horn, brought to you by Chase. Coming to you from the Seaport District at Pier 17. Leo Messi's first Inter-Miami start, first MLS matchup. What are we talking about here? Two goals, one assist in short order, complete and utter class, as you knew it would be. But we talk about an eye test on this show, how he looked compared to everybody else. I both can't and very much can believe it. He was subbed out after about 70 minutes or so. Look how uh, the Inter-Miami fans left when he mm. was subbed out. Frank Isola, what to buy, what to sell. 
Well, in December, he led Argentina to the World Cup. He's still one of the best players in the world. You would expect this, but he did something very smart like LeBron did when he changed his team to what Tom Brady did when he went to Tampa. You bring in a couple of your guys, in this case, Sergio Busquets, who kind of runs everything. So Messi has it figured out. But remember, it's only two games. Be fair. We'll see when it gets, the competition gets a little rougher and he has to face a couple of hard tackles. We, we'll see how he responds. Harry Lyles Jr. Tony, can I just buy the fan exodus really quick? That was much more efficient and larger than before. What was it, the Ray Allen shot back in 2013, uh, No, but we're not buying this. I'm buying that. I'm buying that. That was impressive in droves. Honestly, we need to find a way to make that more efficient on a more regular basis. Anyways, I am buying everything that comes with this. This is what we knew was going to happen. Messi is most people's GOAT, and he's looking like it in a league that doesn't have the best players. Just because that maybe not be the sexiest thing, you still got what you bought and you're getting it right there. Emily Kaplan. I'm buying that this is what Messi does. He has now played against 115 clubs in his life and he has goals against 100 of them. I'm selling anyone that is disparaging the talent level in Major League Soccer. 30 years from now, we're going to be looking at this as an infliction point. It's not going to be like, oh, look how poor the talent level of their first 30 years of existence. It was, look at when Messi came and showed for everyone else that it was cool to play in this league, cool to okay. play in the state, All right. and it's going to grow this league in an incredible I mean, there was way. a lot of space around him. He was completely in the clear. Mina Kai. I've seen a lot of space against goals Marking. against PSG from him, too. Uh, okay, I'll accept that. Mina Kai, uh, yeah, I'm buying that even with the exodus at the end, the game was basically over, and the fact that the the game wasn't sold out to begin with, yeah. the Messi effect is real. I mean, remember, this team had the lowest crowds in the league last year, and I actually think interest amongst fans and excitement might build as the year goes on because of how right. dang good they look. And they so, haven't looked I'm good not. at all. Now you're like, well, maybe yeah. they can make a run and make the playoffs. But, Frank, I guess to too. Emily's point that – People are saying, oh, the league looks bad compared to how good Messi looks. Do you put any credence into that? Well, remember, the first game was against Cruz Azul, which is a Mexican team. And when he came on, the first thing that happened was his team got scored on. Then he had the, the magical goal at the end of that game. It's still just one game against one MLS team. Wait till he has to go on the road. Maybe he has to play on artificial turf, which remember when Terry Henry played for the Red Bulls, he hated doing that. So it's only it's a very, very small sample size. Buy or sell to Panthers camp. News of the day, and it's big. Bryce Young named starting quarterback. New head coach Frank Reich said it was the plan on during the OTAs. Now, one day into camp, he's even more all in. The number one pick is QB1. His first session with the first team got good reviews. Mina, what does it tell you that the decision is made day one of camp? It actually is a big deal. I say actually because, you know, the reaction might be he's the number one pick. Of course, he's starting for the team. But may I refer you to one Trevor Lawrence, another number one overall pick who was locked in a QB competition with Gardner Minshew, thanks to Urban Meyer. This tells me that the franchise has completely bought into Bryce Young because his backup, Andy Dalton, is probably one of the best backups in the Emily NFL. Emily Kaplan, your takeaway? Yeah, I'm glad that they didn't have to do the song and dance that we're used to with so many rookie quarterbacks. When you give up two ones, two twos, and one of your best wide receivers up for this kid, of course the plan is to start him right away. What I did like was that he was cracking some uh, jokes in his press conference. He's been doing all the right things, saying the right things, being very reserved. So it's nice to see a little more loose version of himself. 
Yeah, you know, for as much as we heard people joke about his size during the offseason, he was at worst one of the three best college football players the last two seasons, right? Like, that is who we're talking about. So it's not surprising that he was named the starter day one. The thing that intrigues me more is I feel like Frank Reich is out to prove, hey, I can make this guy work because we also heard during the draft process he likes bigger quarterbacks. Bryce Young is not that. I think he's eager to prove to people that he can make that work. Frank Isola. And it's not like he's going to a team that might have Aaron Rodgers starting ahead of him. You look at what Carolina, they haven't won a playoff game or been in the playoffs since 2017. The time is absolutely now. They gave up too much to move up in the draft. Of course, Bryce Young should be starting. Ice on Bryce. Harry, how did Panthers fans leave training camp? Do you, do you have a take on that? Uh, they... I, I imagine it would be slower. You know, I imagine their drive is not, not very as efficient. Far as yeah, okay. fans in Miami. They didn't show up. Harry, not thanks to the time. Kaplan Isola showdown next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Around the Horn is presented by Corona. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. Catholic Frank Isola, good luck in showdown. San Francisco 49ers camp has three headlines right now. Brock Purdy cleared and ready to go. Last time we saw him, he was so hurt, but now said to be healed from that elbow injury in the playoffs. Another headline, Nick Bosa, a no-show. And a third headline, Debo Samuel's commitment to getting in even better shape has him texting more shirtless photos to Kyle Shanahan than Shanahan knows what to do with, he said. What's your number one headline, Emily? Um, Athlete thinks he's in the best shape of his life. The number one headline for me is not Nick Bosa because we all know how that's going to end. Debo Samuel, Fred Warner, and George Kittle all signed deals at the beginning or before training camp started. They're going to get it done. It's going to be a big contract. The headline is pretty, pretty, pretty good. The fact that the quarterback who had off-season elbow surgery is going to be throwing the ball. Bosa is going to be back. This is just guys used to hold that all the time. He's, it's a vacation. He doesn't want to be. Well, now they're being fined 50000 every time they miss and the, the team can't. But I'm with you. The story of Brock Purdy this year, all eyes on that. After the year he had last year out of nowhere, can he? Duplicate that. We'll move on. Something we hadn't seen in 139 years happened. Yes, it's baseball. An 8-3-5 triple play. Center field, first base, third base. You crediting Atlanta or blaming the Red Sox, Frank? I blame the Red Sox. I covered baseball for two years. I did see a no-hitter, and I did see a triple play. You cannot commit the final out of an inning at third base, especially on a triple play where you had no chance of making it when you tagged up. Awful base running.
Yeah, there's a reason we haven't seen this since 1889, 84. Sorry, my math. A little we funny, haven't seen it, a period, Emily. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it takes epically bad base running. I don't understand how two of those players both thought that that center fielder was not going to catch that ball shallow center field. You know, the expression is never make the second out of third. When I was a kid, I meant that to be always make the third out of third. Well, not here either. Point, FaceTime, Frank Isoli. Wow. <laughs> A pretty cool story about Riley Leonard in the Fayetteville Observer says that he wears a wristband. He's the quarterback at Duke, by the way, in his third year. Wears a wristband that says, you suck. And he said that he's been praised all, of, all his life, so he needed his mother to be the one that bashed him. And people like Harry and me and Emily, they know what this is like. Everybody tells them how great they are all the time. You need someone in your life that can keep it real. So in the spirit of keeping it real, Emily, next time we're on together, bring your A game. Let's get a wristband. Wow. Just saying. Nice. This is what he gets for trying to get 23 and a half hour break. We'll see you tomorrow. I'm around the horde. Put you in the bagel line. <laughs>